This is an Area Code podcast. This is All Alone, a podcast about life during a pandemic. The following entries were recorded the week of April 12th. Hi, this is Yana from Chicago. I'm 32 years old and I live in Albany Park. I'm actually rereading Harry Potter with my friend Michelle. But I've reread Harry Potter at other times in my life, um, like kind of stressful times, like after I got out of a very long relationship or when making a big move. So it feels like a comfort book where I obviously know the broad strokes of it, but I don't really remember some of the specific details. For example, in the first book, when all these letters are flowing in, inviting Harry to Hogwarts, some of the letters appear in the eggs that his aunt is cracking. So little details like that I'm noticing. And that feels like both familiar, which I think during this like moment when everything is changing is nice. But also I think because I'm a journalist and I cover public education. So I take in this huge amount of information all the time. So it's, I also need to be taking in media that feels like there's some level of uh, novelty or newness because I feel like my brain is kind of like primed to pick out that new information. So I think these books are um, maybe walking that line. Hi, uh, my name is Heather. Today is Saturday, April 18th, and I am in San Francisco. Right now, I am totally obsessed with reading a new YA novel series. The first book is called Red Rising by Pierce Brown. And I'm now in the second book, which is Golden Sun. I'm not even sure how many books are in the series, but it's basically like a perfect, trashy, like easy to read, candy <laughs> kind of a book, very similar to like Hunger Games or Divergent or something like that. And I have always had a great love for those kinds of books, and I'm very much enjoying escaping into a series like that right now because... It really has been an escape from this pandemic reality, and it just feels really nice to have something to be really into, to think about, I think. It's like when I'm going to bed at night, I'm thinking about the book series instead of about, like, the pandemic. Randall and I, Randall is my fiancé, and he and I have been watching Mindhunter on Netflix, um, which is a great show but it depicts a lot of people working. It's not that uncommon that one of us will be like, oh my gosh, like you would never be able to do that now. I can't believe, you know, they're like eating in diners and flying and just like all these things. And you're like, wow, you would never be able to do any of this work in a pandemic. I don't know why somehow, I think because it's more grounded in reality, it really jumps out at me how strange it is that we can't do any of these things now. I'm still watching the way that the mayor is, Lori Lightfoot of Chicago, is dealing with things. I've heard 
um, about curfews in majority black areas of the city. There was also the demolition of a portion of, I think, like a coal plant that pushed a bunch of like fine particles and dust into the air, actually in a neighborhood I used to live in, Little Village on the southwest side. And those kind of decisions just make me feel worried and the fact that they are hitting communities that we're already seeing are like way disproportionately impacted by um, COVID-19 is really concerning and like I think that what I would like to see from a place of leadership is something maybe more active to address those issues. Um, Our mayor is um... oh no now I'm blanking on her name Oh, I'm gonna Google it. I feel bad. How could I forget the name of our mayor? Well, it's just because I'm talking on this thing and there's pressure. London Breed! Yes. London Breed is the mayor of San Francisco, and I think she's doing a really good job, actually. In general, I feel so, 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 so thankful to be living in California, and particularly in the Bay Area, because... Basically, I feel like I live in the part of the United States that took the quickest and most aggressive action out of anywhere else, and we're definitely seeing the results. Numbers in San Francisco are not that high. They're pretty steady. What we keep hearing from people who we know who work in hospitals around the city is that they are prepared and not at all overwhelmed, like they're prepared to have 100 patients and they have 18. So that feels amazing. And it really helps when you're hearing all this really crazy, sad news about New York and other places to then remind yourself how well we're doing. Yeah, that feels really good. I think a big thing that they're handling the best that they can at the moment is the homeless population that we have here in San Francisco. We have a big homeless problem, but they have basically turned over almost all the hotels in the city to become homeless shelters now. And it feels like they're really trying to actually help these people in um, a way that is more substantial than in the past. So that's good, and at the same time, maybe it was two or three weekends ago now, Randall and I were driving through the Tenderloin, which is like the main sort of homeless district, and there were a lot of people wandering around on the street, and you could just look at that whole neighborhood and be like, that is a powder keg, like, waiting to explode. I find that I'm listening to a lot more music. I put on some Animal Collective, which is music that I like because I think it is weird and has interesting lyrics, but it's also, like, I can either tune it out or tune it in to whatever varying level I want to at any moment, which is helpful because I think some music, like, feels like it forces itself into my brain and I have to listen to the words and this is music that doesn't do that. So it's kind of creates this like nice background filler space, which I think when you're kind of rotating between like 
the same three rooms and then maybe going out to your neighborhood very occasionally. That feels really important. And I, I do feel like now that I'm not commuting, when I was a reporter, I worked in an office downtown or I would be at press conferences. So I'd be writing out of cafes. I think I suddenly have this newfound ability to control a lot of the noise or quiet in my space. Um, and while I love to be in the world and have the noise of the world filtering into me, I'm trying to like very consciously be like, those are not options I have to the same degree right now. So how can I sort of consciously take advantage of this, this new sort of set of, set of realities that I can, I can engage with, but not like sitting in the silence of your own thoughts during what is kind of like a worldwide, like low key existential crisis. I feel like I have sometimes too much noise and sometimes too much quiet. I think I'm afraid of the quiet. So I fill my days with noise. So I probably have too much noise, but I'm terrified of the quiet. I think that's probably the truth. If I stop moving or distracting myself, I can start to feel really sad and depressed about what's happening. All Alone is created and hosted by me, Morgan Lee. It's produced by Richard Clark, Sarah Cameron, and myself. All Alone is a useful group podcast. For more information or to join us, please send us an email at coronavirusdiaries at gmail.com. To stay updated about this project, please visit us on social media. We're at All Alone Pod on Instagram and Twitter. This is an Area Code podcast.